Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4-6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit StairsApp.com today. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers... Open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101, SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz. How was your weekend, John? My weekend was wonderful, Ross. How about you, buddy? Excellent. I had lots of fun with the kid. He was he was in uh, a love spell this weekend. All he wanted was daddy. He was kind of fun. Nice. I actually got to stay home today because they delivered my new uh, flat screen today. And I, of course, had to stay home from work so I could be here and sign for it. So oh, I got a, yeah. got a new 37-inch for the office. I'm all excited. Ready to get done with the show can I, so I can go set it up. What, for <laughs> working on your computer? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to hook it into the computer, the whole deal. So it'll be nice. Is your main monitor? No, no, it's going to be my uh, my multimedia monitor and gaming monitor, so I can sit on the couch and play games. But when I do work, I'll sit at the computer. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm looking at my 24-incher now for my new main monitor. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> big screens uh, are big. They are. They're fun. They're great. So we, um, I was actually doing a little prep work for today's show, and I was like, oh, no, there's no questions. But 
great in the nick of time uh, as I was making up uh, some awesome, awesome ideas, of course, <laughs> for the show. <laughs> uh, we got a good question out there. So um, it was from um, Preston Wallace, one of our listeners. Hi, Preston. Thanks for uh, posting it. Definitely, um, Preston. Thanks. Yeah. How do you do competitor analysis? Uh, well, that's in- a simple question. Yeah, yeah. Is it typing in your major keywords from keyword analysis and seeing who ranks well for them, then clicking on their site and literally reading content on the page and checking links to and from the page? Well, he's got the gist of it, I guess, but um, where do we start? Um, He has some other questions, too, which we'll answer, I think, in any ways. What are backlinks? Um, And that's, I can answer that quickly. Those are the links that point to the page. Incoming links is another term for backlinks. Um, so yeah. that's people linking to you. So I got a good place to start for competitor analysis. Sure. How do you define the competitors? So because I've had I've had clients that come in and say I want competitor analysis and just say go do it, and we we go in we determine what we think are the competitors based on search results and their placement you know and their positioning in line. When they come back and say those aren't our competitors; these are our competitors, and they're people we would never have picked. So how do you pick a competitor for for a specific uh, client? Well, honestly, it all depends on um, the, the depth of the client and just how much he wants to get into it. Because um, oftentimes uh, it's, yeah, they, they give me a competitor or something, and I'll say, no, 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 okay, this is the idea. If we're doing this from an SEO perspective, now, it, that, that's a question because there are other ways of doing it. Um, in an SEO perspective, I always search for a competitor that's doing very well across multiple key terms. Um, uh, usually I start with one. You know the, the the ultimate term that my client wants to be found under, and then I see who's in the top, say twenty, top ten, really just top ten. But um, and then I'll, I'll go and I'll look to see whether or not any of those top ten are performing well also in other phrases. Um, within so you recommend market. doing keyword analysis ahead of picking your competitors? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, definitely. Yep, I, I agree with that definitely. So. Yeah, and then and then after that, it's it's a matter of uh, I, I could confirm with the client to make sure they know which one it is we're, we're going to be going with, and they're comfortable with them. Um, I, I also the other way of doing it. I said that was one way. The other way is all right. Com- how connected are you? Some clients are so connected they know who's doing well online, and they just want to know how. They're not really concerned so much from an SEO perspective. They want to know the whole gamut. So they'll say, all right, this is the these are two competitors I know who are just kicking butt. Tell me how they're doing it. And those are fun, too, because you don't have to worry about so much as um, just based on a ranking. You're going for everything. And uh, I really enjoy those kind of optim- um, competitor analysis as well. Yeah, I, I kind of divide it up into three different types of analysis. First, you've got what's more of a market analysis, where you, you do that keyword research and you really provide this information of who's doing well in your market. These are the guys that are on the ball. These are the guys that are trying but not quite succeeding. This is who you're competing against with search. And the second phase is, is like what you just said. There's some very specific people. People, you know, Clients will come in and they'll say, this guy is kicking my butt. Why is he doing so much better than me? And we'll actually go in and do a detailed analysis on that one particular competitor and say, okay, almost to the point where we do like an SEO audit of the site, backlink on us, almost like we would do with a standard client, but we're doing it and we give that data to the competitors. Say, These are the things they're doing better than you. These are the things that, that you need some work on to catch up. These are things you're doing better than they are and so on. And then the third one would be like an ongoing um, you know, ongoing competitor tracking almost where you say these are the guys and you just keep tabs on them month after month, you know, to watch what they're doing. Are they 
continually building new links? Are they, do they have a link building strategy or not? Or do they have a social strategy and how are they doing in it? So we usually break it up into three different areas like that. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, I think it'd be optimal to really keep up on each competitor. There's no question, especially in some of my clients who technically have the, um, the I, I, I guess, the, the finances to do that. But it's, it's a harder sell, too. Um, oh, a yeah. lot of them are, yeah, they really, they're focused more on, okay, let's do what we're going to do next. And it makes sense. You know, they're going to put their money into link building because when it comes right down to it, they're, that's going to be a key issue in, in any case. Right. Um, uh, so I, I think a majority of the people that come to me are, are like, why is this guy beating me? What can I do to beat him? And, and that seems to be the, the a majority of the competitor type of research and analysis that we do. Yeah. So um, let's let's then break that down. So each competitor, um, what are you going to do from there? Where would you start? I mean, if I'm looking at a specific competitor, competitor for a client, so if ABC Liquors came in and said, why is Crown Liquors doing so much better than me? And I don't know why I picked those two, but I did have a, you know. <laughs> you want a drink, don't you? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but we would actually, on ABC's behalf, we'd go in and look at Crown Liquors almost as if we were doing, you know, an audit for them. So we'd go in, we'd look at the, how their site's constructed, we'd look at the architecture, we'd look at their targeting, how much content, you know, how are they indexing, what kind of backlinks are they building, are they using social? the whole deal and then we build that report and then we tweak it you know against the report for abc lakers and say they're doing this better than you and this better than you you're doing this better and and kind of go from that direction so when you say what are you going to pick apart it's going to be the same same exact stuff we do in a standard seo audit yeah yeah and that's how i sort of try to explain it to my my clients as well Uh, i mean we we tend to go a little more in depth like for example a site audit on a, a client's site um, they're going to have, first of all, they're going to have access to Google Webmaster Tools, Google Analytics. There's a whole lot more depth you can go into in different areas, which True. we won't have for a competitor. But It's um, more challenging. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and, and the, the, the site audits we'll do for a, uh, a competitor tend to be more around what's different. Um, Architecture, I find, is often a, a contributing factor. You know, they've just got a, a, a way more powerful um, uh, architecture. And uh, links, you know, if, you're, if I was going to narrow it down to two things, it's architecture. And that, yeah, that architecture includes, of course, basic on-site SEO. I mean, that's a given. But, right. um, you know, it, there's just so much to having a, a good uh, search engine-friendly interface. I, I can tell you right now to how... You know, a lot of times you can take a look at the competitors and you can look at two things and have a really good idea of of how they're competing. If you look at um, number of pages indexed and overall number of backlinks to the domain, and you can usually see a big difference between the two. Um, and if you can't, that's where it really gets fun trying to investigate, okay, why are they doing much better? Are they more targeted? Um, but those two those two metrics, to me, will really give me an idea just immediately what the issues are. Can you relate any, um, I don't know, stories? I'm trying to go through mentally some um, of the ones, examples and stuff. So I, 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 I've got a couple banking clients, and one in particular, um, we were just doing a top-level competitor analysis, wasn't even really detailed, and they wanted to know why they weren't doing it. And it's a, it's a pretty big name. I won't, I won't mention the brand itself, but it's everybody no, that's listening. I'm guarantees heard of it but they wanted just to know um, how they were doing against bank of america and wachovia 
And we went in and I just did just a, just really just a brief idea because we had a meeting the next day with them. They said, just, just generally, how are we doing against them? And I just looked at those two metrics, actually a couple more. So I looked at um, the overall number of pages indexed. I looked at the overall number of backlinks. I looked at the overall percentage of deep links versus homepage links. And I had one more metric. Shoot, I can't remember off the top of my head. But, but those alone told me, so my client had like 5,000 pages indexed. Bank of America had 120,000. And Wachovia had like 8,000. Um, my client had like 400 and you know, 400 and some homepage links and like I think no I take that back they had like 10,000 links overall and their percentage of deep links was like 30% so mass, vast majority of their links were to the homepage Bank of America had millions of links um, to their site literally like millions of links and they only had they had 60% deep links so they were a much better deep linked site and same thing with Wachovia. They had much, much, much more volume of links and a much better percentage of deep links. And just by looking at that, I could tell the client, like, look, you need a lot more content on your site and you need a lot of links to that new content. That is going to be the general overall strategy to get you in line with these two, these two competitors. Well, uh, uh, Nick on the forum here had a good question. He says, how do you check for all those metrics you're talking about? There's quite a few <laughs> you threw out there. <laughs> <laughs> There's quite a few different ways to check for those metrics. So um, as much as I slammed it last week or the week before, I used Majestic <laughs> SEO um, <laughs> to, to really dig into the – oh, the other metric. That's the other metric was number of domains that they're linking from. So unique domains, backlinks, and the total number of links, I'll get my Majestic SEO. I can get all three of those metrics from that data, but of course I'll, I'll scrub it and get the, the most current and clean data as I can to get that information. Um, and as far as number of pages indexed, it's just, I just go, I, <laughs> I cheat and just put in what Google tells me. <laughs> well, you know <laughs> so, what? It's like, but there's like five different ways to do a site colon to figure out how many pages are indexed. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody ever it's does true. it the same. It's true. I mean, you know, one thing that I, I'm, I'm currently teaching at the college here, um, SEO, and one aspect of it has been competitor analysis just because you know, obviously it's a, it's a part of what we do. Um, and the one plugin uh, or extension in this case for Chrome that I love, and I think there's a comparable one on Firefox, but I don't use Firefox anymore, um, is the Chrome SEO extension. And uh, it's so cool. I mean, because it really gives you what you need in a, in yep. a blink. Um, the pages indexed, it'll show you um, based on Yahoo, Majestic SEO, Google, Bing, and Ask. I don't know why Ask is there, but <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Like, Majestic just, SEO shows. <laughs> just for that fuzzy feeling they put Ask in there, just to remember <laughs> the good old days. Yeah, nostalgia. Um, and then backlinks Alexa, eh, Google. Eh, always show zero. I think because they're being blocked now. Uh, I think this plugin's being blocked. But, um, but the one thing that I really find handy is it shows Majestic SEO. But it also there's a little button you can click below that says Show More, and it'll show you just the unique domains. So, so they who who put this tool out and where are they getting their data? Oh well, they're using the APIs for each of these different products. Okay. I'm, assuming from what I've been telling, I've been able to tell, and it's been accurate. I've been checking, uh, you know, at the beginning I did check a few times and they seemed very accurate. Um, and they're going to add open set Explorer soon when it comes to backlinks. Um, Yahoo site wide, Yahoo, this URL, I imagine that's site Explorer. Um, 
It's it's. I love it. I, I actually told. I mean, I don't do this uh, very easily. I told my uh, my students that this is the one tool that really gives you a good snapshot, and it has been good. Cool. Really good. So, um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the one thing that I find most interesting these days doing uh, any kind of competitor analysis is the domains. Like, for example, um, you know, uh, uh, let's say our site. Oh, geez. I'm not even sure I want to use this as an example, but I'll go to, <laughs> <go> to stepforth.com <laughs> and I check the thing and it says, oh, come on, refresh. Um, we've got 1,036,000 backlinks. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Only 10,379 sites. <laughs> so you got a lot uh, of run of site links. No, no. Well, we do a lot of article publishing, right? So, uh, you know, over the years, I mean, we've had over a thousand articles out there, and just with all these different sites putting even a thousand on them, that's going to add up fast. But uh, you know, it's not only that. I'm sure there are some places where um, we've got links that we don't even know about. Um, so let's let's say you had a million links, you know, just to make the math easy, and you have ten thousand domains, right? Mm-hmm. So you're looking at an average of a thousand links per domain. Yeah. See, I would be worried about that. Well, I wouldn't be worried about it if it's a news site. You know, web yeah, but news. you're you're talking an average of every one of those ten thousand has an average of. Yeah, if you do an average, which doesn't really work in this case, right? We don't right. know how many of them actually have um, that many links on them. Probably one of them has an god awful amount. Who knows? Um, I do know that. Um, uh, we don't pay for anything, which is important, of course. Right. But one thing I, I like um, is that I've noticed, really, that's pretty much all Google's looking at is the domains. They don't care how many links you have unless, of course, you're spamming them. Right. Um, but it's it's all about the number but of they, IPs and domains. They, they actually do look at the links themselves, too, because cause you, have, you have the conversation with people about run a site links. Is it good? Is it bad? You know? In in one hand, it's not great because if you get a thousand links off the same site, it's, it's not going to be as you know those links are not going to be as powerful for you. However, if it's like you said, if it's a news site and each of those pages is targeting a different topic, and now you have a link on a page about you know margarita mixes to Crown Royal, where somewhere else there's a Crown Royal link on a page about um, cigars, so that cigar link is going to be valuable when someone's searching for cigars for Crown Royal. You know what I'm saying? So depending on the topic of the page that those links are, you might get a little bit of boost. Even though it's all pointing to the same place because it's a run of site, um, it's, it's, not, it's better than nothing, but it, it can be a pain in the butt too. Yeah. Well, it's definitely something to work on. And <laughs> as if, uh, I think I've told it a billion times before, I don't never use my site as an example. It's embarrassing to say. So <laughs> in any case, let's take a quick break. And when we get back, uh, we'll talk some more. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. 
so you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox Link Building Report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your Link Building Report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Hi, this is Joel Kahn. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. From domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to right now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm, with the Internet Marketing Channel, featuring shows like the Joel Com Show, the WordPress Community Podcast, and more. Our ad campaigns are fully integrated with multiple avenues of exposure, from slick, effective 30-second commercials to detailed, informative 30-minute town hall meetings. Expose your products and services to listeners and podcasters of not just shows like Market Edge and Domain Masters, but anyone looking for ways to market their business with your product. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm to find out more. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we're discussing uh, competitor analysis and going through a few things like uh, uh, detecting links and analysis and such, and that's sort of where we left off. Now, um, I was thinking about that, and the one thing that um, I really enjoy, I, I don't know, because I guess we're under the sleuthing side of things, is um, doing domain tools, using domain tools to find out the history of the, the domain and uh, of the competitor. And also, when I use something like Majestic SEO, seeing different IP addresses that awfully that seem awfully close or similar, or perhaps they're all under the same IP address, all these different domains this person's getting links from, and finding that they own their own link network. Oh, I love that stuff like that. I, I just whoop for joy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what gets you going, John, on these sites? Um, uh, it's definitely not competitor analysis. Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I said on these things. <laughs> oh, on these things. All right, I understand. Um, I think getting me going. I don't know. I think it's just you know, literally when you when you show somebody that they have a chance, you do a competitor analysis, and they think they're just buried. And you can go in and you say, "Look, this is what they're doing. All you need to do is this, and do it better than they're doing it, or more than they're doing it, and you'll take them over." And you see that like light bulb go off in their eyes or above their head. That to me is what that's what gets me going. I love that feeling. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, and, and also, my I think the best thing I, I enjoy as well is is then taking the competitor analysis and being having the ability to promote it, like take it and then implement it. I should say, um, and then see that result and, and make the client happy. But 
Uh, yeah. Anyway, the one thing, though, I highly recommend anyone is domain tools. I, I use that a lot. Uh, there's a lot of really great things you can find out. Um, my The simplest one you can uh, tool you can use allows you to um, find out what other sites are located on the same IP address, and that's sometimes the easiest giveaway. I mean, if they're they're, they're using their own little server and they've got all their their sites on there, they're <laughs> it just shows up no yeah. in no time flat. Most are getting wise though. So, what else do you use competitor analysis for? So, I mean, it's great if a client comes in and says, "I want to know," but if the client does come come in and say, "What about this?" Do you use competitor analysis for anything else in your standard SEO? Because I know I do. Just keyword research, I guess. Um, I mean, if 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 I get uh, a client asking me about S- our, our social media or or someone who says is a naysayer about a particular product or service, I'll say, well, okay, well, let's see if your competitors are doing that. I use that, um, and it's oftentimes yes, they are. And in fact, we can prove. Well, proof, you know, that's tough. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit StairsApp.com today. terms to substantiate, but we can get a good idea of whether or not these things are working for them. Um, and yeah, cured research is what I, I really like to use it for. Yeah. And, and I still, I know it's an old school technique and it's not as easy to do anymore, but I'll still dig into uh, competitors' backlinks and see if there's, you know, do prospecting for link building, you know, in the competitor sites. It's, it's oldie, but it still works. I mean, it's like I said, it's not as easy. You can't just go to Google or, or go to Yahoo. I mean, Yahoo's a little easier and dig. But if you've, if you've got access to tools like Majestic and stuff, it's, it's a great prospecting, great prospecting tool. David, David uh, Ogletree was saying he should have been a guest in the show, and I totally agree. Well, we, this is kind of a throw together in the last minute what we're going to do it on, though. <laughs> but I say you should call in. Yeah, yeah tell him to call in. Brasco, yeah. give him the number. Tell him to call in. He's got he some just points. Did. All right, good. <laughs> so he said that that that, that particular plugin, the Chrome SEO, is by Sean Bannister, and that definitely rings a bell now that I've remembered looking at the site. Um, and yeah, I find it really handy. I'm sure Dave's got some great ideas too on, on what other tools that are out there. Um, that one's worked really well for me. What other ones? Uh, you know, I use the SEO Moz toolbar. I'm not a big fan of. Moz this, Moz that ranks, and you know all the different <laughs> things. But I, yeah, why 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 do all the different backlink analysis companies have their own metric? It's like you got yeah. Moz rank, you got there's there's one from Majestic. I don't remember the name of it, but they all have their own. It's like all we need is more acronyms for things that aren't done the same way across the board. It drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does for me too. But uh, anyway, I I just try and take all this information and and aggregate what I'm learning from it and it usually helps. There's something. I can make something out of it. Well, we've got David on the line. Woohoo! How you doing, David? Welcome I'm doing to the show. All right. It's just so funny just that you all mentioned this. I've, tell yeah. us who you are there, David, so everyone knows. Oh, yeah, I guess I need to introduce myself. Hi, my name is David Ogletree. I, I own SEOfox.com. Uh, we own a, a tool called SEOlinkreports.com and we do specifically, while you're talking, we take SEO models and Majestic data 
we merge it, and then we respider it, and then we um, create a link profile. Are you, you're not coming up with your own acronym for your own ranking, are you? <laughs> oh no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think there's room for another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what kind of like obviously you use your own? There's some really good tools there. Uh, what other plugins would you recommend, or do you think that the one I put out there is probably a good start? Yeah, that Chrome one's really good. Um, of course, SEO Quake. I've I've always used that, and I still use it. Um, uh, have you all mentioned that one? Not yet. That's, no, actually, that's oldie but a goodie. Again. Yeah, I mean, it's I've just used that for years, and it just works. I'm used to it. Um, Sean, as a matter of fact, if you go to my website, seofox.com, there's a link to the to the Chrome SEO thing that you're talking about. It's actually on my front page. Sean's a oh. friend of mine. Trying to Very see cool. It. But um, what else do I use? I, I use a lot of different things. Um, I like to look at page size. Uh, there's a couple websites out there that I use for that. Um, I also like to look at age, you know, and uh, just do, you know, do who is and look at the ages of things. Hey Ross, are you doing the uh, the on the competitor analysis? Are you doing the page speed tool that Google does on the competitors? Yes, sometimes. Um, in most cases, I might say uh, honestly, it's how many hours I've got. <laughs> if a client's got, a, you know, if they're putting giving me a lot of time, it's not a high high, you know, it's not my first thing I check, but it's it's certainly one of the ones I'll add if I can. All right. Yeah, it's, it's funny that y'all brought this up. I've spent the last two days putting together a very comprehensive report where I take the data from my reports and then I take it to Excel and I do all kinds of stuff with it. And uh, one of the interesting things that I found, I'd love to hear you guys' opinion on this, is that um, when you're studying a really competitive term, it's kind of unusual when you start looking at the link graphs and on-page and look every factor that we know as an SEO that we can actually get the information for it looks like the number one website shouldn't be number one. Matter of fact, I've got a case where it's actually in reverse order of what I would think that we put in. <laughs> well, that happens a lot. I see that quite a bit. And to me, it just means we still don't know nearly enough about what Google's doing, really. Yeah. I mean, we can, we've, we've, we've had all these right. ideas and we've, we've have all these testings and, you know, theories that everybody's been using for years but just like you said, David, you can apply all those theories to a site and you still have no idea why it's ranking as well as it is. As it is excuse me. Uh, I almost think, all the time. Gets, I almost do, think some of them get really stuck weird. in the algorithm and they just do well. <laughs> Maybe they I've seen the opposite, point. too. I've seen why in the world is that site there. It's, it's returning a 404 error and it's ranked number six. <laughs> and it stays there for months. And it like drives me crazy. And it has to be backlinks in that case. But you're right. I mean, we just don't know enough. I mean, it's always yeah. going to be guesswork, but you're always yeah, going to find exceptions. I think the big, factor, the big factor that we don't know that was brought up to me by some of the people I'm, I'm working with on this particular client is that um, this, in, this industry, it seems like a lot of them have been buying links and have even gotten caught recently. So I think the big factor that we don't know is which links Google are devaluing. Uh, that's the big thing. That is a big thing. And, and uh, you know, I can't remember which one it was. One of many, one of Google's many patents that came out in the past few years. And, um, there was a very interesting analysis done on it showing that in the patent, they claimed that 
they're segmenting pages and applying what at the in, at the time they're calling it page rank to different portions of a page. So the same page could have different page rank and different portions of the page. And what I think that really is, is they're segmenting the links and they understand the different links and different segments of a page way more than others. And some don't weigh anything at all. So it's that's becoming more and more prevalent, I think, as well. Just because you have a link on a page doesn't mean diddly unless you know where that link is and how they're rating that section of the site. Footer versus body versus you know navigation versus left or right hand columns, all that kind of stuff is good. I'm sure it's being taken into consideration. I think I'm an optimist. I keep thinking if I see a a, a site that's sticking out as just it shouldn't be there, I go well. All right, let's move on to ones that make sense. <laughs> if, if I can't find anything that's really obvious, it's like there must be an aberration, and I just I have to move on. Otherwise, I get stuck, and I'm railing at Google, and <laughs> I don't get anything done. But, oh, um, I, I, I totally agree, and it's like I'll say, I'll just, I'll just ignore that one a while. It's bound to drop off until I come back six months later, and it's still there, and then I start pulling my hair out. <laughs> I start oh, with the beard man. first. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's take a quick break and we come back. We're going to have some more questions with uh, David Ogletree here and, and uh, wrap it up. Thanks. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. SEO is like a roulette wheel. Hoping that you put in the right meta tags and keywords on your page so that your site lands on the top spot. David, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Cool. Okay, just wanted oh. to check. Thanks. Oh, there he is. Well, yeah, the, the guys wanted to double check and make sure. Hang on. Place the right keywords and messages from a 30 second spot to a 30 minute monthly special. Plus, we give you the banner ads, links, and placement to bring you more traffic from not just search marketing pros listening to our SEO channel, but from all of our listeners and podcasters searching for you. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for a consultation today. State of Search, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. All right, you asked the question. 
Hello, and welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Karka, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. We also have David Ogletree on the line from SEO Fox, and he's got some pretty awesome tools on there for competitor analysis. In fact, uh, your tool, I believe, like you said, it it takes uh, um, Majestic SEO, SEO mods, backlinks, Google backlinks, and it'll sort them all out and, well, clean it out. Get all the garbage out of there. That's great. Right. And just so everybody knows, David was hanging out in the chat room um, on webmasterradio.fm and made some good comments. And we said, just, just, just pull him in. We'll talk to him live. So that's a good, good uh, tip. If we're doing a live show, get in that chat room. We might, if you ask some good questions, we might just call it, bring you, in this, bring you into the show and let you ask him live. Or we won't have to. Don't, we don't want to scare anyone off either. <laughs> yeah. You can always say no, but we'll boot you out of the chat room. No, we won't. <laughs> so, so, David, what, do you, what's, uh, what are your favorite steps of a competitor analysis? So give us a round of like, – we've given our ideas on how we go about it. How would you start with one? Um, well, the first step, obviously, is to figure out who the competitors. You all covered that pretty, pretty much the same way I do it. Um, I generally am looking at the SEO side of things. Um, I've had clients tell me, you know, that this guy's a competitor. I'm like, well, they're not online. <laughs> um, <so> they're not <laughs> really a competitor as far as what I'm doing. Um, or they might, you know, they rank 50 or something. They're, you know, they're not really worth even dealing with. Um, you know, we're concerned about who's number one and, you know, who's top 10 are. Um, that, that's basically, you know, the first step is to figure out, you know, who is what. And also sometimes we'll go and search some different um, – <clears throat> I'll do some analysis on different keywords, um, maybe a parallel niche or some other area so that we can find – do some more link research once we've exhausted, you know, the first you – know, you know, their initial keywords, like their main keyword that they're going after. We'll go find out, you know, who, you know what's going on in a similar space, you know, because they're going to have very, very similar types of backlinks that we can go get and that, you know, our competitors may not even be looking at. And, and that helps a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that brings up a, an interesting thought, Dave. So, you know, how much do you guys put in the client's goals into your competitor analysis? You know, you know, and what made me think of this is if you have a local, you know, a local business and his, he thinks his, you know, it's a pizza shop and he thinks the pizza shop down the street is his main competitor, but the pizza shop down the street doesn't even have a website. Um, you know, you, but even if he doesn't have a website, he's still going to be found in local search. He's going to be in Maps. He's going to be in Yelp. He's going to be in a lot of online stuff that he has nothing to do with. So, from the bear's perspective, if that guy is really his goals are to do better in local and get more people in the door and ordering pizza, you really have to take that into consideration when you're doing that competitor analysis. Well, especially now that um, Google has kind of merged uh, local SEO and regular SEO, it used to be two entirely separate subjects, but now they're, they've kind of merged a little bit. So um, that's a little bit different. We, um, I will go. I forgot about the local side of things. Yeah, we will. Um, you know, I'll go. I'll type in the person's uh, address with quotes in Google, and then we'll start going through that information because that's yeah. one of the biggest. Um, Biggest ways to rank in, in Google Local is to you know have your have your address mentioned on different websites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you're doing like keyword research um, and you're trying to look for the long tail, and, and well, find those nuggets, those ones that seems to be um, well searched, probably by a, a, a their target market, and simply don't have a lot of competition. What what, what do you use to, to do that kind of research? 
Um, in Some the past, I've, um, I, I've always done a lot of um, use with Word Tracker. Um, but one of the best resources I've found, especially if you're doing pay-per-click or your own analytics, um, you know, I wrote a blog post on that recently, how, how important your analytics are. You can find all kinds of great information. Um, right. Like on my blog right now, one of my top keywords that comes in, um, you have the two base keywords, Googlebot and Firefox, because I wrote an article about how to, how to pretend to be Googlebot with Firefox. And so I get tons of yeah, and, and there are tools for that. for that, Ross. It's if you just need a basic tool that's going to give you a simple report is SAM Rush. It's mm-hmm. it's a, another tool that's been around for quite a while, but still puts out a lot of good data. And they've improved tremendously over the years. Again, and they they actually the interesting thing about them is they'll break things down between paid and organic. So you'll see how a site's performing organically as well as how it's performing in, in the paid arena if it's in the paid arena. So that. So do you look at any of that when you're doing your competitive analysis? Are they participating in pay? What kind of tactics are they using in search overall? Or do you just stick um, strictly I, to SEO? I stick strictly with the SEO. I don't really do much of that. Um, one of the things, though, I do recommend, because oftentimes, you know, like Google talks about 30% of their keywords are brand new every day or brand new they've never seen before. And so what I recommend is write, you know, creating lots of content because the more content you're writing, the more the more you're going to find these keywords you never thought of. Because you're you know getting more and more keywords together that will end up showing. Because oftentimes these keywords, um, no one's SEOing for them, and then you'll find that you rank number four for it, and then you can go back and then start doing some SEO for it, and then you'll be number one. Right. But when you're when you're talking about competitor analysis, and, and you mentioned analytics a second ago. Part of the issue is when the Ross brought up earlier is you don't have access to the webmaster tools or analytics for these competitors, so you have to find ways to get information. And tools like SEM Rush and some of the other ones we mentioned can get you that data that, that normally you'd have to have access to analytics or the, the tool, you know, some of the dedicated tools to get. Right. Another another tactic that I use, I mentioned in a blog post recently, was that um, you can actually go search through Google because a lot of people have their analytics public. You could do certain search strings that that are specific to analytics. And, uh, I remember you. Used, I used really to do that all the time. I remember that. <laughs> I, I've actually found uh, I found some dreamy ones, man. <laughs> I was doing a competitor analysis. Oh yeah, I've done tra- travel site and holy crow! I mean, there was a site that had a PR seven, PR eight, you know, like and tons of top rankings. I mean. You don't get there without doing some good work, and they're they're nev- they're in- all their logs were ex- totally exposed. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, there's our competitor analysis right there." <laughs> Let me just cut and paste and charge somebody a crap load of money. <laughs> yeah. Well, the client was sure happy. I can tell you that. That's the sort of stuff you just you, you can't even know to look for unless you know what to look for. You know, it's just from experience, and oh, yeah. uh, it definitely pays off. Now, one one thing that I've run into a few times in the last few years, but I always find it a bit difficult, is when I get a, a client who it turns out. There, there seems to be a lot of business in really odd uh, keyword combinations, and it's you know, do you write an article about it to try and suck in that business, and especially if it's a misspelling or if it's, for example, one of the ones I've seen recently, and I thought it was pretty funny, was um, a popular phrase in our industry now is Google SEO optimization. <laughs> so, do you risk looking a little silly and writing an article about Google SEO optimization to get that top ranking? <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Like I get clients asking me that all the time, and it's it's not always yet yeah, easy to explain. 
it really depends on how much traffic, how much traffic of that traffic is going to convert. Um, you really have to look at it. Is it worth your time? Is, are you going to get the ROI on that? You know, and you got to figure in. You know, is it worth it to look like a moron <laughs> to get the traffic? <laughs> you know, well, you can I'm actually. Serious. The answer I mean, people to that will is see that and if they know what's going on. They're like, "What is this guy talking about?" Versus, you know, if it's got you know two hundred thousand unique visitors a month searching for it, then it might be worth looking like a moron. But then again, it depends on how you write. <laughs> you write the article about the phrase. So, did you know that there's two hundred thousand people searching for this phrase every month? <laughs> then you don't look quite like it's quite a much more on. What about you, David? What do you think? Um, I think you can you can take advantage of just backlinks to do that sometimes. Um, that's one of the things I've done in the past is just get some misspelled backlinks. Yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah, especially yeah. if it's a misspelling or an odd phrase like that, you may end up getting the phrase or ranking pretty simply doing it that way. That's a good point. Well, one thought I, I had was sort of along the lines of what John was saying at the end there, and why not write an article about it, but at the very beginning in a box and something very bold say, uh, this article is about this phrase. We use this phrase, and you know why? Because it's well-ranked, and <laughs> just tell them. <laughs> why not? Then you don't look like a, 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 a stupid, and... You know, you're still giving good info. It's just using the wrong words. I don't know. I I, I try to think outside of the box, and I thought that'd be kind of it's, fun. It's on how you approach it, I guess. There's, yeah. there's yeah. ways to do everything. You <laughs> just put a, a box on the side that says "common misspellings" or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh god, it, it could be a real mess, though. There's no doubt about it, and especially with optimization being spelled Z or S, depending where you're at. That's that's a big one too. It, it, it actually, you know, you were talking about that early in my career. I had a job as an in-house SEO for a company that sold subscriptions to foreclosure data, and fifty percent of the searches for the term foreclosure were misspelled. So it's not like you know three or four percent. Half the people that typed in foreclosure misspelled it with the same misspelling. So it was almost like you had to have two versions of everything because half the traffic was doing it right and half the traffic was doing it wrong. And it was a pain. Tell me. It was just a huge mess. Try going for a combination. Well, actually, that's that's actually not as big of a deal anymore because Google will now show the correct spelling result and say, if you really want to search for the misspelling, you can, but we're going to show you the correct spelling first. That's a good point, David. Yeah, they've helped out tremendously since... Recently, with that, yeah. Well, um, another question uh, that we had there, I think we should bring to the next show is uh, how to do keyword research. So we'll we'll look at that, and yeah. and, uh, and you know that's a, such a big topic, and certainly isn't something we can do in a few minutes. But I, I think it's uh, it's about time we we at least recovered that. I think we've covered it at one point over the last couple of years, but it'd be a good thing to do again. Very so good. thanks, David. It was awesome that you could jump in. I'm glad you could jump in at the last minute there. Without a doubt, man. Thanks. Well, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> Great. Well, we should have you on for a whole show. I'd like to know more about what you guys are doing and maybe more about SEO Fox and all that stuff. So we'll do that. I talk about it enough, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they also get the ad, too, on the way, on the, on yeah. the, the breaks there. <laughs> well, thanks, um, thanks for coming, everyone, today. On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, we'd like to uh, thank you for coming. My Twitter ID is at Ross Dunn. John's is? At John Carcutt. David, you got a Twitter ID you want to push? Dropped them already. Ah, oh, he's not there. It's at Ogletree, though. Oh, well. a- there you go. O-G-L-E-T-R-E-E. O-G-L-E-T-R-E-E. And uh, 
Yeah, thanks for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. So, so Ross, before we, before we go, um, next December we're going to be doing a live show at the Philly Convention, aren't we? We are. Yeah, and that's uh, between, what is it we got here? December 8th and 10th, I believe it is. Yes. Nice. And so if, if you're in Miami, come by and visit us in person. It's going to be a long flight. Anyway, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, though. It's going to be fun. And we're going to get in some fishing. Yes, we are. Yes, we're sir. We're to together an SEO 101 fishing trip and uh, get some of the listeners to come. That would be awesome. See if we can get Webmaster fun. Radio to sponsor a listener to go fishing with us. <laughs> there we go. Let's put them on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks, everyone. Remember, we're on uh, 2 p.m. Pacific uh, every Monday and 5 p.m. Eastern. So hopefully you'll check in next week, and we'll talk to you then. And don't forget to post some questions. We love having them. It makes our life a lot easier, and it's kind of fun. So thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody.